Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to an episode of The Wrong Theater here on the 610 Podcast Network. This is your host, Steve O'Malley, joined side by Aiden LaCorey and Billy Bruno, back for another Loki show. And, I mean, the the rails are off. The The episode went in, a, in an, an expected but also unexpected direction. Um, there was a mid-credit scene, which was awesome. Um, it definitely caused a lot of intrigue and we got a lot of answers to some, you know, a couple of theories that we floated out there. And then we got obviously more questions to our questions, as I like to say uh, here on the show, but I, I'm just going to start off with, you know, I was, though things I predicted to happen happened, I was still pleasantly surprised with how the episode went. Um, I, some theories that I was working on in the past couple episodes there's been some fuel added to those fires. So I'm pretty excited with that. Um, the performances are out of this world by all the actors in every moment. Um, even some of the minor uh, just TV agents play their three seconds of fame very, very well. And they show the perfect amount of emotion. And there was a couple of unsung heroes in this episode that I, you know, I was a huge fan of. Um, but I'm excited that we're kind of in this wormhole of, you know, mystery almost, uh, even though we kind of have some sort of direction that, that we've gotten as to, you know, we kind of know who's, not who's doing it, but that it's, you know, it's not all that it may seem. I mean, I, I will pat myself on the back with the Wizard of Oz theory. I mean, it was, that, that, that scene was carbon copy Wizard of Oz. Uh, you had the smoke, you had figures that weren't real in any way, and they caused a little bit of fear in the people standing before them. And you had the whole like brainwash mentality of, you know, everyone follow the Wizard of Oz because he is the wizard, not, not for any other proof other than because, because of all the wonderful things he does. But yeah, that's my two cents on the episode. I loved it. I thought it was great. That was perfect. Fantastic episode. Um, I think one of the big points we're going to talk about today, which I'm actually excited to talk about because it's a really interesting idea, is like the predictability of these Disney Plus shows and whether that's, are they truly as predictable as we're making them out to be? Is that an issue? Yada, yada. So I think there was definitely some elements who were like, yeah, like I predicted, but I feel like we also go through so many theories and I feel as though it's still very deliberate, right? They gave us some necessary twists, um, new avenues to explore, and sometimes like looking back at my rankings of past Disney Plus shows, I feel like I've very fallen into a pattern that like some of those lasting images, those lasting scenes can like make or break the episode. And my two highest ranked episodes ever are defined by their final scenes. It was Evan Peters making his appearance in WandaVision before kind of that whole issue. Like happened storyline and then um, Falcon and Winter Soldier of the scene with uh, John Walker with the bloody shield. Arguably, those are the two most defining moments in that specific, like in the moment of watching the show. Um, and this this episode of Loki had that with the end scene, uh, that mid-credit scene of multiple Loki variants. And that's kind of like, I've been very, I'm like you, Steve, Billy, you've, you've hit on a couple. I think I had some ones that were close, but I, I've been swinging and messing with my predictions. I haven't been close on anything. I'm saying confident that Loki, uh, that Lady Loki wasn't Lady Loki. She is Lady Loki. All an enchantment. It wasn't all an enchantment. Loki having the, t- the 
the infinity stones i don't think he has the infinity stones all these little things that are just like i've been really confident in myself on although i was kind of right i said richard e grant would be playing an older loki as like the big bad but and he's playing an older loki not I'm necessarily an age just, yeah it's just like the old an older version of the but character i know we'll get into it i just feel as though watching that last scene from me i was like oh it's like that meme of like the guy holding the butterfly. It's like, is this, is this the multiverse? Like, is th- I mean, this has to be how he gets the multiverse. They've been hyping up how it connects to the wider MCU. And there's literally multiple variations of the characters. And one would assume they're going to find some way to escape. I will right? say, since you used the words that Billy and I both used after episode two, basically confirming the idea that it is... in entirely possible to get toby and andrew garfield because of we said multiple variations of the same character those were our exact words i wrote them down right you know, because- we talked about this after episode two that you know you could see a different variation of a character meaning you know you could see a girl version of loki you could see a girl version of spider-man that lives in a different universe and i mean i'm gonna pat both of ourselves on the back i mean we were that was spot on that 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 is the concept of you know, maybe how the multiverse works. You know, it's not like if we see another Mobius, I don't think it's gonna be Owen Wilson. Like it, it, it might be another person, but I don't even know if that's his real name. But my, that's my point. It's like you'll always see a different, maybe a different form of of the of the character. I'll really give myself a pat on the back if one of the Spider Men does appear at the end of like episode six in a end credits, as I predicted, because I agree with you, Steve. I do think that we were kind of spot on with that. The whole idea of the different, you know, variations of each character, the different, you know, appearance, and then how it's going to lead in the Spider-Man. Obviously, we will, we will remain to be, you know, proven correct if those other variations of Spider-Man do appear in the third movie. But um, for this episode, I, I thought it was a very good episode overall. I know we had some discussions beforehand. Like, I thought it was a little less crazy than I anticipated. Um, but overall, I, I did think it was a good episode. Uh, Aiden's mentioned so, how he felt about some of his predictions. Like, I, I was spot on with the timekeepers. Uh, Steve was kind of agreeing with me on that end as well. I was wrong about Loki having the Infinity Stones. But then I'm also questioning, like, what was Loki's, like, propelling power back in the third episode then if he didn't have any Infinity Stones? They're explaining <laughs> it as his telepathy like like he did it once with the with the pan in the bar scene and like that's his power like that that was that was telepathy on a grand scale like it was a fighter fight or flight risk reaction something like that like to like that the threat was there of a building falling on him so his power was like strong enough to move it back up i i i would have loved if he had the time stone that would have been sick but. Yeah, I would have liked that. Obviously, my prediction for what was going to happen right in the beginning of the episode with how they were going to get off that um, or get off Lamantis, that was incorrect. I knew that was kind of a far-fetched prediction with, you know, it was on some time strand where Asgard was still in place and they got off because of the Bifrost. But, you know, they get back to the TVA. It was kind of obvious that the TVA would come back into play, especially with that trailer that they released. The last 15 seconds they were showing clips of Mobius and you knew Mobius wasn't going to be gone after only the first two episodes but overall you know the character dynamics in the episode were great 
definitely very interesting throughout the whole episode. It was a very, very good, solid episode. My favorite episode of the season so far. I, I think then I guess I'm going by your points. We've talked about it when you mentioned it. I just can't see Disney with Andrew Garfield and Toby throwing them into Loki. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I Dude, I wish there's no way they waste that bullet if they weren't even comfortable putting Doctor Strange in WandaVision. When I, first of all, I said w- my prediction was one of the three Spider Man. So that could mean Tom Holland shows up at the end of Loki in a post credit scene. I think I, it's very possible if you want to make a point, no way home trailer come. You, you just can't tell me they're going to. I just I can't I don't see it as much as I would want it. I it just I find it hard to believe that they they have just no matter what, even if we know it and they never actually show it in the trailers and just you, like that's what I mean. Like we'll get into it because like Billy, one of your not issues because it's really, as you said, it's still been a very good show. But one of your reasons why I feel like you were, you were saying that you haven't maybe for example you're not putting in the '90s, let's say right. Because you feel as though it's been largely it, predictable. For me, it is very, very hard for an episode or a movie to get into the 90s. No, respect. But my take point that is... Into, take that into account. Like, 86, on my movie rankings, that's in the second highest category as something can be in. Yeah, and that does go back to a previous episode we had where we went into detail to spend our ranking sense. But I feel like my point is, like, if Toby and Andrew Garfield appear in No Way Home that's a, a predictable plot point we've been hearing about it. it's been rumored even though they've said no we're mo- probably not going to see it in the trailers one would assume but that's so awesome and dope i my point is i don't think they're going to drop that on us in one of these disney plus shows when they haven't showed any ability or want or need to do i will it. but i also feel like that's intentional because everyone was expecting it for wandavision and then it wasn't really going to happen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's your first two. You know, get the two out of the way. And the third one is where you come in and drop something big. I think the big gun is Kang. And I think that my yep. my theory of, like, the TVA, you know, whoever the TVA are, and I'm, I'm going to – my theory is that they picked Renslayer for a reason. Um, and she's, you know, she's a love interest of Kang in – the comics and so i'm my prediction of someone is who created the tva is doing it to protect against kang like renslayer is protecting the sacred timeline being the main mcu timeline from kang so that would be my prediction of that's the big bang in in this in the final couple episodes of the season um i don't think there's a Spider-Man appearance. I think there's a Doctor Strange appearance in a mid-credit uh, scene that has to deal with Spider-Man, if that makes sense. So that's the big cameo. I don't even think Kang is a cameo. I think Kang is the villain. So like that's not a cameo. That's a that's a he was the bad guy. Um, I'm gonna tell you that he was doing bad things during the season, and then he's gonna get away, and that's gonna be his future. I think Doctor Strange is some sort is gonna form not form. He's going to be some sort of cameo. I really don't want to do the thing where you get your hopes up and say, like, because Mephisto literally was the perfect villain for WandaVision, and it just never came to be. All signs seem to point to, to him. Everything that was going on, and just didn't. But Loki, it just, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, Steve, you've already said it, but Billy, I mean, 
I don't know what you know about King. We've discussed him in relation to Quantumania, Fantastic Four, even previewing this. King seems destined to appear in the show. And I don't that's know gonna much. be the that's that is arguably the biggest reveal. Honestly, it's that's the biggest reveal out of any of the Disney Plus. As soon as the TVA was nothing, and as soon as the only the last man standing, I know she was a woman, but the last man standing was Renslayer, Kang's love interest in the comics. When it was her, that's it. The TVA time lords the fake robots are dead it's 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 not even the perfect like setup it is the setup like that is that is how and also huge callback so when renslayer was a hunter uh her title her her number was a23 that is a reference to avengers 23 in which kang enters the timeline after renslayer unlocks it so that he can come into the main mcu timeline like it's not even like Oh, this is the perfect storm for Kang to, you know, come in. They are like if they're not setting up Kang, then they're doing the thing where they just completely alter the comic books. Like it's just that's something they can do, and they have done it in the past. But it's not even like oh, they possibly are setting up Kang. This is Kang's introduction. This is how this is how you do it. If you're gonna do it, they've they've already laid the groundwork over the course of this last episode in multiple different forms. The main one being the TVA is nothing, and Renslayer is the last one, basically available. On well, who was the, the villain side that went to Franklin D. Roosevelt's school? In uh, the Molten Man, but he's kind of a bitch and a B villain that the Fantastic Four just beats the crap out of. So because I mean I, that has to come into play at some point. I at feel some like. point, I just she takes trophies from a lot of places. So I I just that's it. That seems like John Watts had his hands maybe in a, in a in the production meeting because he does Spider Man and then I, he's going to do the Fantastic Four. So like maybe that's like just tease it. Like just just like I always say, Marvel when they throw something small in there and then they bring it back ten years later, they say, "Oh, we can't, can't say we didn't tell you so." Like that's literally what that could be. It's a fucking pen. Like it, <laughs> it's a they. The, that's how small things can be in the MCU. Like. An introduction like that and they can they can show franklin d roosevelt high in you know 2024 when they go back in time and show molten man in the fast fantastic four there i also like i'm prediction or any place to make a prediction about any really villain for this show because i don't know too much about any other comic villains besides what has been shown in any x-men movie or in the two fantastic four movies besides that i don't really know much well, to be fair, a main, like a villain that could be this show's villain is another Loki. And I've heard that a lot and it, it would be very Disney plus of them. But if they would like to make this grand connection to the MCU, you have Kang the Conqueror be the villain. You technically might not even have to show him. It could kind of be like a Thrawn thing um, in, in The Mandalorian where it's more of a name drop than maybe, I don't know, like a cutback or not a cutback, uh, a cutaway like to Renslayer's past where she's maybe with Kang, um, but like Kang's not shown. Maybe sort of like Thanos sitting in the dark in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 uh, or just the smile in the Avengers, like something like that because that worked and that was awesome just to think that's how Thanos started and then look how he ended. Um, but it, if it's another Loki, I'm not going to be upset. I just wanna, I'm just curious as to how they Tie it in. Hear me out. In the comics, who is King? Nathaniel Richards, right? Nathaniel Richards, yeah. Yeah. 
related to uh, Reed Richards, yada, yada, yada. But that obviously doesn't really make sense in what we currently have set up. What if they do a little altering and Kang the Conqueror is inherently a Loki variant? And he's just one of the Loki variants, but he became Kang. Yeah, I can see that. It's just like that would take some explaining and you got two episodes left and that's a lot of explaining to do. I guess. I just feel as though... uh, you could you just him? you could just have Kane the Conqueror be Kane the Conqueror. Yeah, it's like if if so. you really wanted to, and and they could have they could they could retcon it to they have laid the groundwork that they showed Chronopolis in Ant Man and the Wasp that's that small city in the quantum realm. So they've already shown quote unquote where he lives and he lives in time, and he could just be Kane the Conqueror, just like that's would I mean that that's very Thanos like, but it's still like it's. He doesn't have to be, and in, ten years later, he could be Nathaniel Richards if they wanted to. I just feel like when you put pull together actor interviews when they're being a little coy about his involvement, when you pull together the fact that they've said it really connects to the MCU, and you know that King's setting up to be an Ant Man, Quantum Mania, and assumedly one of the bigger bads of Phase uh, the Phase Four, Five, etc. Right? I, I'm making another prediction. He is the he he is the villain. And also, even I mean, the timekeepers like resembled him, especially the one in the middle. Who like, they have, the, the android like kind of. They've cut like to a million different times. They've cut like the first the first scene uh, in this episode that we are in back in the TVA, like in our like time, like what like where we where we want to be, um, like the time in which we're in the TVA, like when it's Mobius, Loki, yeah. all them. The first thing we see is the middle judge's face who yeah. just obviously resembles kang i'm not going to say it's kang because they weren't real and i'm going to operate under the assumption that they still aren't real but the resemblance is there i my thing is like i really want jonathan majors to kill it but i'm nervous because that's a big thing to do no, like Jonathan Majors is a good actor. He got this. Yeah. I, when has Marvel last missed on like a No, cast? I know. I know we've been over this a lot. This is just like it's Kang. No, he got it. Yeah. Don't, you, don't you worry. So I'm looking forward to Kang's involvement. I think he has to be, but the two big things for me, the episode kind of for me solidified this idea, like, okay, I think Kang has some involvement. And even if it's not Kang, it's we've said in the our group chat. It's Kang, or it's going to go completely Disney Plus on us, and somehow it's all just Renslayer, but I feel it doesn't make sense with how quickly she was defeated uh, by Sylvie and Tell Me Everything, all that. But So for me, it's who's the big bad, assuming it's Kang, how they figure that out, how they introduce him, and then there's also this whole idea is like there's so many different variants just stuck out there who knows where they are but that could be explored and, and just meeting a, loki's crocodile loki it does seem like non- there's a lot to unpack with only two episodes left like so so many doors were opened at the end of this episode especially and it's just like we have many we have theorized that this is going to be an open-ended season and that there's going to be a season two and to me it's kind of what it's trending towards like they might not even we might not know if there's a big bad at all at the end of the six episodes. Well, here's my point that I kind of tried to make earlier with Renslayer is like, it could be Kang, the main villain, but again, you don't have to show Kang once and Renslayer could be operating on his behalf 
the same way they name they name drop Thrawn. It, like it'd just be like she'd be like da 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 Kang, and then the season's over. And like the groundwork was clearly laid for Kang. You don't have to end a show. We've been over this before, but that's where you. That's where. So like I, I'd argue that WandaVision wasn't left open-ended per se like wanda's storyline was closed in terms of she became the scarlet witch vision was fake and he was dead west used done and dusted we know where agatha harkness is and then they show her in the middle of you know the woods practicing with the darkhold and you hear the kids voices clearly setting up her appearance in doctor strange too i think and then the thing with falcon winter soldier is sam and bucky are alive they are doing their civic duty of staying, he's staying Captain America. Bucky no longer has the Winter Soldier brain. The, the open-ended tease was, you know, what was, um, what's her face, Sharon Carter's role. Like that, so the thing with Loki is like, if you have no villain and Loki's still alive, then you're like, what the hell happens with all these variants and then there's all these questions and then there's no specific time in which they're going to be answered, which is tough to do. So I do, th- I, I know we talked about the, the opening. Starting to think that closure will come from, we'll know who did it and why they did it. We might not just see who they are. Like we might not like ever see the main villain. We'll just know the intentions. I wouldn't mind. That'd be very Disney Plus. There's a rumored Loki season two, right? So you have that. And I'm also very content with there being like, question marks because if you're gonna have some effect on the wider mcu there can't be a nice little wrap-up to the season you would think from the ramifications going i think the the variants are a very ideal way you're assuming that they're going to escape somehow right that just kind of again flows into the predictability of like they they gotta win another thing is like you see you see mobius in the trailer driving a car i didn't watch the trailer like the first trailer? The very first Loki trailer. Oh, I thought you were talking about the new one. They no, the very first Loki trailer. Mobius actually, they might have cut it. Mobius was driving the car on a purple planet. So now that I'm thinking about it, it could have been Lamentis. Um, well, I don't we know. Still, but... We also got that scene that just wasn't in on the Lamentis episode. Like the, when the one that we theorized was Black Widow. Oh right, right, right. But also, that's oh, well, we got that. That's kind of that's got to be. Sat, the they sat now. next to each other. It, no, we had that scene. That's when the planet was like blowing up, right? Yeah, before that, they right know. before the TVA shows up. We got that. We got it because I remember seeing like oh that. yeah, I was like that when she it. does yeah. like what did, widow. What did you guys think with the way that they created their little nexus event to get off of Lamantis? I oh, love that they love each the, other. That's the big thing that people are talking about is like I thought that was. That's definitely better than the TVA just doing something and going in to get them, for sure. I love, I love, and I love how they they flipped it on Loki. Like I love that he was in love with himself, and then like Mobius got to do the angry "I'm mad at you, you're a narcissist" like speech. Like that was that was a great like flip, where it's like think- oh, like you're just thinking like oh, these are this is an on screen romance. And then Mobius is like, this is yourself, you narcissist. You suck. I hate you. You always lie. You love yourself. The hell with you. And then you go get your ass kicked by Lady Sif. I do find it 
for Lady Sif dope appearance. I was like, oh, that's cool. She'll be in Love and Thunder. They're setting up kind of probably it's like a slight little reintroduction because her yeah her letterbox she's in Love and Thunder. Yeah, and she said that, and her last appearance was in Agents of Shield. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that. I mean, if Jamie Alexander didn't get her own NBC show, the that tattoo show. You guys remember that? The, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. What was it called? What the uh, hell was that called? She like woke up in a in a bag. Yeah, she woke up and she had tattoos all over. Yeah. Trying to like help her. I'd Maybe like to. I'd like to not watch that show and read the plot and just be like, Jimmy wow. Alexander block blind, blind spot. That just blind spot. I'd like to read the plot of that show and just be like, what? Yeah, the hell? I really, I really liked her. Her appearance. Uh, I'm good. also. I'm still convinced that Loki's showing up in Thor: Love and Thunder as well. I mean, I don't trust a word that comes out of Taika Waititi's mouth. At but all. I, I do like the fact that they, Mopi's had his whole speech like you're in love with yourself, That's like awesome. like you said, Steve, and you know, fan of the show Nick Palermo was texting me about. He's like, this is basically incest, which I mean, it's more. It's almost more than incest. Not incest. Um, I'm gonna it's, go. I'm gonna like, go in a, a very rated R direction. It is literally going and fucking yourself. Well, yeah, well, yeah because if you me, think it, about it, it's a closer DNA pairing between the two of them than it would be with like a cousin or a like if Thor sister. told Loki to go fuck himself, he could go do that. He could. He very it rattled much. Palermo. 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 The Palermo always seems to watch it twice. The first time he said he couldn't stop thinking about it. For me. Uh, maybe I'm more. I didn't find it that weird because, like, I didn't find it weird. Honestly, like, they're very clearly different, like people, different personalities, yeah. different. Here's the thing, like, different genders, like, like, so what? What we're gonna have to deal with with the multiverse is like, they're not from the same world. They're different people. They're of the same variant stream, but like, we're gonna see. We're bound to see some sort of multiverse, like on-screen Marvel romance, like whether it's an X-Men coming in and being with a current Avenger or some sort of villain being a love interest of somebody, like it's, so like, it doesn't matter who it is. Like if they're from different like universes, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter who it is yeah. at all. The I idea also, of the Nexus event was that two individuals they from weren't who shouldn't to be exist, together. Yeah. who just should not exist, let yeah, alone yeah. from different timelines interacted in a way so strongly so exist so the 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 big thing was new rockstar said this and i was thinking it in the moment like when the the line started to shoot up like okay not only should they be dead but these two people are not supposed to ever be on the same wavelength thinking wise like you could see in episode three like they're going this way literally like they're disagreeing so much and then in that moment two people who are supposed to be dead are clearly very powerful are now thinking on the same wavelength and then potentially in love. Like that's where the nexus was shooting up. Like that is why it was so dangerous to the timeline is they had no business being together. And now they're even, they were thinking of even taking a step further, which is the big problem. But I also think it kind of makes sense that Loki would fall for like a version of himself himself. since he sees himself. (laughs) It didn't bother me because, you know, I've, I was, it was like, all right, that, that makes sense. And I kind of just went around. Yeah, I, it didn't my, rattle me. I, like, I, I'm with you, Billy. Like it, it, it made sense to me. When I was texting Palermo, I made a joke, which he disliked immediately on the message. I said, incest makes every show better. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is the first time I had to deal with it. Like, he was completely rattled by it. Oh, dude, he and was then he said, he not said, okay. Like, I, haven't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones like you. I'm like, yeah, it was just like a 
episode regular occurrence in Game of Thrones. So this just didn't even rattle me to the slightest, but it seemed like he was shook. I never once he thought was incest. I, I just kept thinking about how, like, if they wanted to have a PG-13 movie with an, R, with an F-bomb in it, like, somebody could tell Loki to go fuck himself. And well, that is interesting because this is PG-13 and your little kids are watching it and it could literally be him fucking a version of himself. It's it, it's so Loki that he would fall, but... For himself, that's the whole point. I think, and I really think that's where the, the ship's going to stop. Like, I, maybe they'll kiss once or, like, once at the end of the show, but, like, the whole concept is Loki literally hasn't had a love interest in the MCU on screen, and the first time he's with himself in a female version, he is he is swooning. It's so interesting, but I for me, it wasn't weird, because I really don't view them as, like, Loki. It's like, like Sylvie clearly that was is... Hilarious. Um, I have a theory about Sylvia. It's Sylvie, well. right. I'm just saying. I like the opening scene. I... I hope she makes it out of this series because she's awesome. They showed her like as a kid getting caught, and if you like notice, she was like playing with like her toys and her whole thing with the wolf. Yeah, but she was saving Asgard, and that's what she was doing. Like she was recreating, and like clearly her intentions are good. I just kind of wonder, like obviously the 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 main timeline is like a joke as is, and clearly not what it is. But I wonder if she was deemed a variant simply because she was good. Like she was a good person and like the hero of her story and Loki's aren't supposed to be good. They're not supposed to be like the, the hero of her survive. story. Maybe in her timeline, like well, I guess she didn't have a brother named Thor, but maybe her she had a sibling where she was the good sibling and the other one was the bad one. You don't know. Yeah. I mean it's also the question though, like they were also saying how like are like what are the variants even like like sorry Steve I cut you up like what's the why are they being taken like it's not just a simply like at the start like we have to probably stop thinking like oh they just did the wrong thing like there's definitely an ulterior motive like somehow those individuals and what so, they're doing is affecting let's just say Kang's master plan for that's domination. What I was, that's what I was just gonna say like I was gonna tie that in with like Mobius wherever he came from Hunter, wherever, or whatever, uh, Hunter A15, wherever she came from, uh, C20, like wherever they came from, they did something to upset Kang's timeline. And Kang's main motive in in the comics is you mess with my timeline, I kill you. Like that's his only motive is to. There's even a, they actually, he's a kind of a a main focal point in the one animated Avengers uh, like cartoon show, which I didn't watch, but. There's a lip dub that they that I've seen in a fan made trailer about Kang, and his exact line is, "Those who cross my timeline, or those who um, whose actions are deemed a threat to my timeline, shall face the wrath of Kang." Like like, which wrath of Khan? I don't like that. That's, that's that was bad by those writers. But like, long story short, you mess with Kang's timeline, he comes back to kill you because the only thing he cares about is perfecting his timeline. And the thing is, like, whether Sylvie was good or whether she, you know, whether she was leaning good, um, she was, her future was deemed a threat to Kang the same way, let's say Mobius, whether he knows it or not, did something in his timeline that screwed something up. And Kang was like, all right, well, we have to pick him out. Like, TVA, go get him. Like, it's the same thing. Like, Hunter could have stepped on a rock and it could have kicked a bug that was supposed to eat a bug and not even necessarily a butterfly effect, but like, something 
so minor went wrong for these variants that are the TVA. I'm talking about the TVA agents now, not like major nexus level events, like TVA agents who were once real people across all time did something wrong. And Kang was like, okay, well, we got to go get them because they're screwing something up for me. So that's how they make, you know, that's how they make the insignificant TVA agents real lives make sense. Like if they did something to upset Kang, Kang's timeline. Like if they want to do big, big time stories with like C twenty and uh, B fifteen and then Renslayer, like as to what they did specifically and Mobius, like that's fine. But just to to save themselves the trouble of the other, how many do you think it is? Billion TVA agents. So you mentioned C twenty. I think the actress who plays her stinks. Like I think everything. That she's in it. It's just like whenever I see her in a scene, I'm like, come on, really. I've never seen her before, but I really like I really like what they did with the character. Like they she's dead. Sasha Sasha Lane. Yeah, I think she stinks. I've never heard of her. I don't think she was in it enough for me to my quarrel is not with her. Immediate with whenever she's in the scene, like I just think it's just delivered poorly. Whereas I think Pretty much from everyone else, the acting has been superb in this series, especially um, from the big three. Well, I, I, I'm going to be honest. Um, B15 stole the show. Like she was incredible. That was that was a, that was 90 seconds of like. Well, I don't think she's worthy. I don't know. Nope, she stole the show. Doesn't mean you're great. You could steal the show and be mediocre. Well, I don't think she stole the show. I, 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 I think the one, did. the line that she delivered, which is great, was "I looked happy" because it's such a depressing reality. Like they're just kind of real. Like, assumingly, like the TVA, like, you would think that the variants are going to realize and just how much they like missed out on, it, lost out on. It. Also, this is this is nitpicking, but I thought it was kind of like, kind of stupid where. You know, Renslayer just leans in and looks directly at the camera. It's like seemed kind of obvious, even though like she no, she's turning, turning back to the feed. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah she's but like the there feed. was definitely a way to turn it off without her. That's like, how do you look out of your body cam like a TikTok? You, there's always like you lean in. That's literally just how you turn stuff off. That's how. That's how every cop show the cop cuts the feed. He turns. You and he have turns to feed. if the phone. Yeah. They're resting the camera. You have to walk over to the camera. I yeah. Come that's on. not you could just go behind don't, it and just don't around. nitpick that you sound silly you, yeah that's a that's a ridiculous that's like just a very that's, clear i don't think it thing. is that's pretty that's not nitpicking. the bigger nitpick is why didn't she have a password protected thing a little time pad why, why isn't question. it why isn't it by your dna i thought yeah, that was that's, uh, maybe i guess they just they didn't think anyone would have free will to do that so there was never a need that's true that so what did you guys think when we went in to see the timekeepers? Because I the whole time started I, singing the Wizard of Oz song. I knew it was coming right I away. No, you did I, I, I called bullshit. You did was, not start singing the Wizard of Oz. I was at my desk and I started go I started humming. No, you didn't. You were sitting there, stone cold silence. I'll put money that you were not singing. Now I will say there's no one to testify because some <laughs> employers are not coming into work like they should be. Our office is rather empty. <laughs> so that's why, that's exactly why I was humming it out loud because no one was in the office. Oh, yeah, you watched it at work. I did. Nobody was in the office on Wednesday. And did I you was just humming. not have anything to do? Under the rights guaranteed me. You got paid to watch Loki. 
well, I cannot, I will not self-incriminate myself as to if I should have been working or not. I stayed up. That's insane. You, 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 you sent the runtime an hour and a half before I woke up. And I was like, that is crazy that we are on, speaking of timelines, like that was crazy to me. Your math doesn't add up if you woke up at, oh, you mean like the first time you stirred? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. It was an, you, you had finished the episode and alerted us of the mid credit scene an hour and a half no, I, I sent I the up. I sent the run time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I opened it, checked yeah. the run time, texted, and then was like, did, oh, mid credit. Yeah, it's going to be real yeah. interesting if you decide to do that in the fall at all. Because I know we have class together at 11. Which okay. is still, like, late to sleep in. What's in the fall, Miss Marvel? I had class at 11 on Fridays this year. Yeah, but that's Friday. It's not like you have... Yeah, we had... The, the episodes were on Friday. I know, but you only have to get through the one day, and then you got two days to recover and Wait, get back what's, on a... what's in the fall? Miss Marvel in the middle of the week. Hawkeye. I think that's going to get pushed back. Hawkeye's going to be good. I think that's going to get pushed back. I, I, I haven't heard I'd, anything. I'd put, put money on it. Yeah, unless they did, they, unless they drop both those trailers around. I, mean, I don't know. I, I maybe they're gonna, maybe they're waiting for Black Widow reaction. Like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they very well. They have a whole like season still left. Like anyway, whole. I was humming the Wizard of Oz song, okay. thinking to myself, thinking in to the, myself, in your in your work offices, in my cubicle, by myself. Yeah, you have you have your own cubicle. I will send you a video on Tuesday. It is all decked out and it has a nameplate with my name oh. on it. That's pretty nice. Yeah, and nobody was around me, so I was humming the Wizard of Oz song, thinking, "What are these idiots gonna say?" That was that was the thought running through my head, like what was gonna come out of their mouths. And when it was the animatronic voice, I was like, "Let's go!" That is so Hall of Presidents. It was scary, I, like just totally just like it was like worse than the Hall of Presidents because purposefully I didn't understand though, the one uh, purposefully though. Yeah, it was purposefully like. Like that, I I know they intended for the anima, like, for it to be totally animatronic and totally android, and like almost over the top stupid. Like, they, apparently they referenced Bill and Ted, with the three whatever yeah. they yeah. So like okay, the first Bill and Ted right. The, so like that like the, the that over that. the top like so that's in terms of the stupidity, and the guys like, what do you have to say for yourself? And they cut to the other one with the music. It's like. What do you have to say for yourself? And then they killed him, and it, they literally said nothing. Like I'm that. wondering what's the point of even having that room? Uh, it's like propaganda. Yeah, it's just like a thing. Yeah, like it's, you see. What the hell's the, the point of the Wizard of Oz room? Like he literally can do nothing, other than scare people. I think when I when I walked in, like wow, these guys are so fake. First of all, I was like I couldn't understand them. I had to like turn I, I think that was the point. But there were some complaints in my household about, like, they couldn't even make them look realistic. I'm like, that was the point. Like, my thing was, I, I might have said, like, they, like, even Sylvie and Loki so quickly dismissed the idea of That's them being a, androids. It so, wasn't supposed to be a big deal. Like, it is a big deal to our, the characters. But it's just kind of like a, it's that's not like the point. The point is that here, there's someone out there running the TVA, right? And the not that the like, timekeepers are fake and androids. The, and it's a good thing Aiden brought it up earlier. Like the the TVA people, like not operating under free will, like C twenty before she got her mind put back in. Like when she walked into the room because she knew where they were, she was probably shitting bricks. Like just thinking about this propaganda of these are the time lords. So like the Wizard of Oz scared the people of Oz. The same way 
the TVA people lived in fear and almost like in full servitude of the TVA time lords. Like like you're the people who are like culted and scared of the figureheads and the outsiders are like like Dorothy and and pulls the curtain or Toto pulls the curtain back and Dorothy's like you're just a dude. Like Sylvie and Loki are like they're fucking robots. I'm not scared. Like come on. <laughs> like they did they were the outsiders and they totally dismissed like Loki you could see when so we're we're like the view of us like we can see over the time lords and like down towards Loki like Loki is totally dismissed them like you can see the express like the expression on his face he's the outsider but the TV agents are still like you know fear of the time lords like because they have no free will so like that's that's the not not necessarily the meaning but just like the explanation behind like I don't know I'll call it the Wizard of Oz theory like that's literally what it is. We we were just spot on with that the whole time. I'm proud of myself because yeah. it, it, it gives me some sort of validation that I'm not a crazy person. I think all three of us were like, "There's no no shot." They were never. You, the thing. you specifically yeah. said the Wizard of Oz theory, but no, I, I you were all like, "There's no way that three lizard people are running this." Like that's and I knew off the so bat. before the episode even came out. Um, they put the picture on Instagram of yeah. the timekeepers. That's when I was like. These motherfuckers are fake, and I cannot wait to see why. Like, yeah. that was literally, like, the nail in the coffin. Now, they could have went a, a different route. I, I mean, there's many ways to make them fake. They're, like, there were many many routes they could have gone. But another thing, like, what did you guys think when Mobius and Loki were hit with the torch thing? Because I immediately thought, and when I was like, all right. They, when they're pruned? You're like yeah, I don't know where they went, but like he's not dead. I, I let it. I let not out, gonna, Owen Wilson is not going to be absent from the last I, two episodes. I, so. let out I thought he was dead when Loki got yeah. turned. I'm like, okay, there's more. Uh, yeah, I yeah. thought they were going to do that, like just surprise us, and I thought Mobius was gone. Yeah, I'll, I and Loki was trying to avenge him the next couple. I let when out Loki got pruned. For Mobius, when Loki got pruned, uh, yeah, no. So I guess that's just good on you, Billy. But for me. And I was Mobius death fell real to me. So, like, I thought he was dead. Loki, Loki cried. Like Loki thought it was real. Like Loki didn't know that. I, I thought I saw no reason not to. Like the Disney Plus shows, they're like, why wouldn't they try and change it up and like have like an unpredictable? Like I, I thought that, like I felt that that was a legitimate death. But as soon as Loki gets purged, you're like, oh. oh. Yeah, I don't. Then, honestly, then for me, it's kind of like it's still stunning to me. Like in the moment, I'm like oh, and then you're like, but where did he go? Like, how do they bring him back? And yeah. then immediately, I thought because originally, when I saw in the first episode, some random you know variant get pruned, I thought that was killing them. But well, when just, I saw Owen Wilson get pruned, like I immediately thought, like, all right, first of all, they're not going to have him miss the last two episodes. And then I was like, and he wasn't in episode three. And Owen Wilson just wouldn't agree to do this. He's just going to be in half the episode. Well, he has been being billed as and Owen Wilson, which means you don't have to make a certain amount of appearances like the same way Samuel Jackson is billed as and Samuel they, Jackson. No, I, that's really just doing it for a big name. But that, it would be it would have been a really good twist. And I hate to break it to you. I it would have been a, still a conceivable chance we don't see Owen Wilson. I think I it's think all going to be about Loki trying to get out of this reality. You're my thing is him as like with the vote I think Loki. episode six he could the, be in, but next episode he might not be. The next time we see Owen Wilson is him on a jet ski back in his timeline. Yeah, it's just 
I feel like it's a lock that he's going to be on a jet ski. At but some but here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the pruning, now I'll, I'll just restart from the beginning. When Mobius was stabbed, I let out a shock and I was like, "He's dead." Like that's sad. This, You're making uh, a lot of noise at work. Yeah, I'm... me. If you Where? let out a shock and you were humming while the workplace, you were. He wasn't humming though. I oh, I meant right now. Oh yeah, no, I was humming. Yes. No, I, I don't believe it at all. No I was shot. You're telling me, I guess, Billy, since you you didn't expect him to die, like you didn't like when it happened. I was like, you didn't, you weren't like <gasps> when he got stabbed. So dope. But the the the, the speech I I wanted to include the speech leading up to it. That was awesome. I want, it was. You know, the callback to that scene. I want to be where I'm supposed to be timeline. Like that was. That was fan. That was fantastic. Like he's that was really showing his. I was getting stuff. fired up, and then I was like, "Okay, he's gonna die," and then he died, and I was like, "He's dead." But then, so to your point, you know, why does Lo- Loki's gonna remember shit that happened before he was pruned? Like that's curious to me. So, like, you know, are all these characters who are getting pruned like, are they just being removed from the TVA and like thrown into? x reality now the key with loki is loki was sent to new york like that's avengers tower in the background um it, it's the 2015 avengers tower so that means it has to be after the events of age of ultron but like i did not realize that's where they were so i mean i'll be honest like i picked up on it right away because i was i was looking for it because there was a after the first trailer, they yeah, show Loki on the trailer. Right. So they show Loki on the ground in a, in a potential New York with a potential Avengers tower. And then it's smack over the right shoulder of grandpa Loki, who that's what I'm going to call him now until uh, he gets a real name. Uh, Loki's not dead, obviously. And no, I don't think anybody dies when they get pruned, but like, I, like it's Loki so powerful that he remembers what happened before. Like he, he's like, am I dead? Because he knows he got stabbed. Like, are these other characters who aren't technically, like, you know, sorcerers or wizards or demigods, like, are they going to be powerful enough to remember what had happened before they were pruned? Like, that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my big question for the, for the future of this series. Like, Loki will know what happened before he was pruned to other characters. And, like, where do we, where do we pick up? Like, last episode, or last, after the third episode, I was like, there's no chance we start off with what happened at the end of uh, the third episode, like in the fourth episode. I was like, so like next episode, what's the first scene? Like that's, that's the big things running through my mind. Like, where do we, do we just jump right into the end credit scene or do we go back to Sylvie versus Renslayer? Um, do we just hop into the like Renslayer's past? Do they just completely shock the world and just show Kang right away? Like, I think um, we're starting this episode in a more intriguing spot than we started episode four in. I 100% agree. we knew that they were going to get off with Mantis in some way or another. We didn't know yes. how, but no. we knew they were going to get off. Correct. Whereas this, we really don't know what is going to go on at all. This is literally... Be able to escape sense. where right. they're going to go. Because we also knew Loki and Sylvie were coming back to the TVA, really, at some point. Maybe not in episode four right away. But at some point, they end up back there. This is Hiddleston's quote of, after the fourth and fifth episode, the show goes in a different direction. Well, this is the end of the fourth episode, and I don't know where the hell we're going from here. So, like, that is the direction. Like, that's but the also, direction. I might say that his 
him saying that episode four was the craziest or his maybe it was his favorite i think episode five could bring a little bit more craziness than episode four did i thought episode four was inherently crazy i agree even though some of i was wanting to debate even though some of it like we predicted or it's still the fact that they're confirming and then it still happens doesn't change like it's inherently crazy it's like into those characters like timekeepers aren't real the just the entirety of like what the tva is now fully out there like our characters are understanding like who runs it what is it loki's in some pocket dimension with a bunch of other loki variants mobius is is gone at least for the time being you you had the lady sif cameo you kind of got a little more so it was like the episode really had a lot and i think it delivered and one thing that was intriguing to me kind of taking course off the craziness is like does mobius have like a bunch of variants or is it just like some people literally they're one variant and like mobius is alone in whatever his pocket dimension is and loki being yeah. a major character or major player in this world he has multiple ones because there are like that's an interesting idea to be like how many variants are in each of these worlds and like what's the significance of the world the only scene that like we're not getting that i'm assuming comes on this like pocket dimension i'll keep calling it is um the like that scene where he was like in the, he had the horns and he was like vote like he had like the, the president loki yeah so in the background of president loki is like dismantled and all screwed up wiring in a broken building i'm assuming they run into this loki in this new york and maybe the four of them battle loki and people behind loki that's my thought like in this episode and the villain of this episode is loki with horns wasn't there also a like the first picture to be released of loki with him outside a movie theater in 1975 when jaws was playing Yes. And we haven't seen that, obviously. No. That's a good point. I forgot about that. That's why I'm really intrigued to see where this is going. Because to me, I mean, craziness, I thought episode four wasn't like crazy until the last five minutes. I thought the Lady Sith cameo was very well done. I don't know if I would define that as crazy. But the timekeepers, I thought that was a little predictable and all that but the last five minutes was great i mean the whole episode was very very good but in terms of craziness i thought that didn't happen until the very end but as episode five everything is on the table almost we really don't know where it's going and i find that really intriguing and i, I can't really make any predictions for it i mean, I, I, I predict kang but i like uh, it's a prediction it's different like i i was hard set on the Wizard of Oz stuff. Now I'm like, Kang makes sense based off of what I was given. So that is going to be my answer to the question. Like that is literally, it's literally I'm approaching it like a test question. Like I'm using what they gave me and now I'm giving you my answer based off of what you give me. But if it makes sense, then it might not be what's going to come because they said to expect the unexpected. And it seemed like a lot of people were on par with Aiden's theory with someone enchanting the other one Loki being in control. Now I will say this, why like, you know, and I know we, we've got a, we, we've gone through a whole episode, but why is what Aiden said out of the question? I mean it's Loki. Like it's not over. It's not done and dusted that it's an enchantment. It's it's definitely a shot in the dark, but it's like it, it could all very well be an enchantment when it's all said and done. The entire series. I predict 
cliffhangers. I think we're going to be left with some cliffhangers and like, well, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision had nice tidy endings to the, the, the premiere plot and like, and they had like some little teases, right? Like Wanda's just in... They had a lot of deaths. Like Wanda's, real Wanda's in, out there, there's a scroll. Like they had little teases. I, yeah. I think Loki's going to be full on cliffhanger. Well, like think about it. In... Cliffhangers into other projects though. Not just into Loki next season, whatever. No, I just mean like there's not going to be that much resolution. That's my prediction. Like I don't think we're gonna like so in in WandaVision, Wanda's family died. Like the 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 idea of her family died, and then in Falcon Winter Soldier, Batrock died, um, uh, Carly died. Like that, like the characters who were introduced, basically as like the main focal points and or villains of the show because it was central to the show like our dead mobius is like i can't see him being dead but like loki's not gonna die sylvie may die renslayer may die on behalf of kang and that might lead to kang coming quicker like sooner than expected like he like he didn't think he'd have to show up this early and you know he has to to save his timeline but i agree with billy like when we don't answer questions in a show that's said to tie into the grand scheme of things, at least let the questions bleed into projects fairly obviously. Like, make it obvious that you're hinting that it may tie into project A or project B. Like, don't leave it super open book. That's my opinion. It very well could happen where they just kind of just leave the door completely wide open and then you know you get your Reed Richards well, and WandaVision theories. I don't think they would do this because I do think it ties into Spider-Man. That's my whole I big I disagree. Thing. I think so. if it's gonna tie into something, it's gonna tie into Doctor Strange 2 because the writer of Loki is also writing Doctor Strange 2. So if it's going <laughs> if it's going to connect to a major movie. But I disagree with that because I don't think that they would really have two connections to Doctor Strange in the first two of the first three TV shows. What was the other connection? WandaVision at the end and Doctor Strange was supposed to appear. But in he WandaVision. Didn't. Well, they, yeah, but the whole plan was he really was until that they decided. And that, I don't know if you yeah, guys maybe, saw maybe the, they, the new edited changed. clip, but he, but he may, he may have been retconned into no, the show. I read about that. It was I, they edited a. They were doing touch-ups and they were editing the mirror in the background, and they yeah, forgot. Yeah, I get it, but the but they added in the True. Doctor Strange theme credit, which is like, I think there's you didn't there's, have to do that, and you no, also didn't. The, thing, the idea that they're going back into WandaVision editing things, it's very strange. No, it's, it's the stuff it's they're strange. editing is definitely super minor and just like uh, touch-ups, but I like the idea that, Steve, that you mentioned even on the old shows is that with the, the final scene was could have been from the point of view of Doctor Strange like gliding in. But I, 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 Spider-Man is just such a big property and there's also the Sony you have to deal with and it feels like you're giving away a little bit of your ammo to have it if you reveal it then like you've been denying it for so long i don't think they're dropping that in loki i don't think they're having that many like massive reveals with arguably their pinnacle characters in, in loki they're not i don't think they're giving that away it's either going to be given away in one of the trailers in that last like cutscene, or it's going to be weighted and held towards the movie 
we'll see. I can envision something where if Raz spot with all these other variants, are they all in the same spot? We don't know. If maybe it's just a spot with Loki. So maybe they run in some of the Spider-Man variants. They are in New York. That and is they curious. Turn and it's like, who the hell are you guys? And then it's then it cuts. Or maybe they just say that in turn that you don't see who they're saying it to. Here. My percent chance that I think that happens is I'll give it like a I'll give you like a 0.69% chance. So that's a pretty that's a pretty good number to predict. I think, yeah, I think it's super small just because so you're I feel telling like, me there's a chance. No, I do. I no, you're not. I'm not knocking your theory because it's dope. I just think personally they won't do it, not because it's a bad idea, just because I feel like that just seems like something they wouldn't put at the end of Loki. It just feels like it should be bigger than that. Be now, I will argue being in New York, in some form of New York, it definitely would be way higher than 0.69. Or, but they, I mean, no, I guess if Doctor Strange was, if Doctor Strange was going to come in, he's also going to be in Spider-Man. So he also could, lives in New York. It could be, exactly. So it could be Doctor Strange, but a tie into Spider-Man if they don't want to use those other people, even though I don't think it is going to be a Doctor Strange. Or, we're, you know, we're, we're all thinking along the same wavelengths and it's just J. Jonah Jameson. And he's- That would be he's, good. He's just, he's ruling this New York. And he's like, "You're all menaces." And it, that's want to be famous. Well, hell, yeah. I'll make him infamous. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think Doctor Strange is a likely one. Or if I truly had to guess, it's no one because I could very well like. I think it might end up being no major thing, and there's just some effect on MCU. And maybe it's Kang. Maybe Kang is their big name that they want to tease. Which is that's not like that's not all. Oh, maybe that's the big name. Like if they introduce Kang, that's that's insane. that's well worth it. Yeah. One year, another thing I was wrong about when Sylvie dropped those like energy charges or whatever at like the end of episode two. I'm like, oh, that's the multiverse's plan. That plan was nothing. That was just to simply distract the TVA agents, and so she could try and get to the timekeepers. Like that had no, like that didn't reset anything or cause like all those branches got cleaned up. I just realized that last episode. Like that had nothing to do with like anything. Yeah, I guess we were wrong with that, but then we also could be seeing the multiverse here with all these variants. Oh no, I think this this seems a little more likely to me that yes, like this is it. But I thought I was saying like I, how I've been so often wrong on this show. That was just another thing that I was like. Although the other wrong about or the other theory with that creating the multiverse with all the different time strands, that would have been the way to get like the X Men and the Fantastic Four in. But um. Like, let's be honest. Um, like, Sylvie didn't open the multiverse with that, it was always there. Like, like that, that's the crazy thing. That's the insane part is Sylvie didn't unlock the multiverse with the charges. Um, the TVA was lying to its agents and creating this fake propaganda because the multiverse was always there. It's just it hasn't been tapped into yet per se. It, I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb. Like the the what I think the problem with the multiverse is is someone's gonna try and weaponize it in the sense of like you know conquering all universes. Like the only universe we know is this main Avengers timeline. Kang might try to conquer all of time. Like that's that's kind of his thing. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, Thanos had, like, was crazy and all that world building, but the multiverse, like, it's tough for Marvel like, when they open this to get it done. That, like, 
that's why I really wonder if it, it might like the, it's quite like, the wormhole. How common, like how mad, like I gotta, I'm, I'm stuttering, stumbling over words. How big do you think the multiverse ends up being in the the grand scheme of the MCU? Is it to just simply usher away for like us to get the X Men? Because I can very well see it being like a little thing, but you open up the multiverse and make it like a crucial part of like the next ten years. Like possibilities are endless, but it's also going to be skit soak. It's going to get unnecessary complicated. Like look at just look at the comics and all that. Like I think what's Marvel's level where you can hit the multiverse and then it gets to be a point where you're overcomplicating everything. And what if? What if it's like the multiverse is a smokescreen? Like, what if it's not a focal point, and they're just they're just kind of maybe going to introduce a few characters, and there's a potential where the multiverse could essentially get shut off. Like, yeah, that, like that's the, what, like, a, like a nexus, like a nexus, like like Scarlet Witch. Let's say she goes in and gets Billy Tommy, and that's it, Billy and Tommy, and then like her nexus power is to like destroy the entrance in the like to other worlds but like by doing that she creates the x-men i think that's that's what i think it is i think it's going to be a way we might get some some of the fox characters introduced in some way shape or form but i don't think it's a lasting thing i think it does get shot because like even in the rumors that we've heard about the spider-man it's like toby Garfield, if they appear, it's like a lot of those characters who were the villains. It was more like cameo. It's not crucial. It's one, I yeah. The thing is though, like I don't see like them. It's the multi. But it's possible that could be leading to like the end of Spider-Man. Then maybe the whole movie doesn't deal with the multiverse until the end. Yeah, he's in the Doctor Strange. That's true. I so ugh, it, it it makes me uh. If that's the case, then my Loki theory will not come true, but it's going to affect it somehow, I bet. Like, Loki will affect the ending of Spider-Man, if that's the case. I see. Are you still sticking with the idea that Loki has something to do with Black Widow? No, I think that needed to happen in episode four if it was going to happen. I don't think it's going to occur anymore. Oh, yeah. The ne- our next episode, we're probably going to have to drop two next week. We're going to have to do Loki and Black Widow. Yeah, I still need to figure out where I'm watching Black Widow and when. Yeah. I also wanted to do a uh, a show ranking the MCU since we haven't done it in a while. Yeah, but we could do that like after Black Widow and include yeah. it in the list, and we, we can could... do it after both, both Loki and Black Widow, so we can include all Disney Plus projects. Yeah, because uh, there's a little bit of a break, right? What's the next thing? Yeah. We have a um, what if, what if, but I, I don't, I, I've been reading. I don't think what if is canon. It's not. I don't think you can really include it. No. It's not. It's just like it's literally just like. I know it's fun. I'm just saying, like it's like we, when if you see something, it's not like oh. It's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we yeah. know. Like I won't be ranking what if like in my. Oh, that's my thing. I mean, do I put like Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and WandaVision as I currently do in my overall rankings? Or should, should I just separate? Because it's going to end up being so much. I just separate the TV and movies, my rankings. I have in my overall rankings. And I, I do have as well. But... The hi- I have those highlighted as TV. But I think it's important to disclose the difference, but that they are a part of the MCU. Although interesting, I believe this is the case. I could be wrong. But on Disney Plus, on timeline order, they have Loki last, which I didn't think would be the case. 
Well, I don't think it exists in the time. It's and it's in a place devoid of time. I like that. It's a good question. Is it? It's a good question. We don't know. Or is it in Atlanta? Who knows? Oh, black. So after it, we'll have twenty-seven properties to rank after Black Widow and Loki are done. And where would Black Widow be? Would they? Would she be right after Civil War? Mm-hmm. In between because Civil War and Infinity War, they'll show us after we're, the movie. We're, we're yeah, playing. Like, we're playing the daily like, game right now, boys. Of are those fireworks or are those gunshots? Fourth of July. Have a little optimism. I'm up. They don't really sound like fireworks, though. Philly does love their fireworks, though. Oh, Philly! Yeah, I discovered at the harbor last summer. But that was random. I cut you guys off. Apologize. We will um, know the official we... timeline of Black Widow uh, July seventh after the premiere. They will announce where it falls in the MCU timeline. I feel like it might be after Civil War. It's yeah, going to be. I want to say in in War. MCU twenty sixteen. Not our 2016, MCU 2016. Spider-Man's right after Civil War. Black Panther's pretty much right after Civil War. Black Panther's like a week after Civil War. Yes. Black and I think Spider-Man was even in between, in between those two. There is a rumor that Black Widow will end at a very specific point. And we'll be like, oh, that's when it ended. Like, that's literally what one of the... It wasn't... A, it wasn't a headline to an article. It was just like, this is what I've been told about the movie, potentially. Like, we'll know when it ends. We'll be like, oh. And I mean we as in, like, the people who actually know things about the MCU. Not like everybody else. I can see there being a scene right before Infinity War or something. That's what I was thinking. Is like, it's like, oh, maybe, like, you know what it might be? Um, like my Cap thought contact with her or not only cap but like maybe she cuts her hair yeah like to the yeah that that that's actually what i was thinking if we want to we, we, we'll probably end our show soon but we like the reviews i'm i'm pl- I, i'm pleased with the reviews i'm seeing because you never want to like oh this is disappointed or like oh it was okay everyone i've only read, I've nerds, only read uh uh one word reviews nerds and critics alike are both saying is it one of the top movies no is it a fun, exciting spy thriller where Scar Joan Florence Pugh knock it out of the park with great performances by uh, David Harbour, too? Yes. That's all I needed. I, okay. I need a solid story, spy thriller with good performances, and I expect it to kind of fall I've heard line. unfortunate things about Taskmaster, which I'm hoping are not true. 11, 11 to like 15 range. Like, I don't know. It's going to be a middle of the pack, but middle of the pack still really good. It's got a tomato... Rotten Tomatoes score already with 146 reviews. That's like what, 80s? It's in the 80s. It's 84. Yeah, I mean, that's good. That's very solid. Like, I, I'm expecting a really good movie. I'm not expecting a movie to be like, wow, that was amazing. But like, it, it seems like it's going to be, might be even be a little better than I was expecting. Cause I was expecting kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I just, I'm excited. Like, the reviews are encouraging. Florence Pugh supposedly is amazing. That's like the big thing I keep seeing. And she's going to be appear more in the MCU. Yeah. So that's nice. But that's all I got. That's all I got for this show. We should do our scores and final. Oh, yes. then. 90. Then. Oh, you can start then. I cut you off, William. I gave it a 90. I'm a little easier to crack into the 90s than Billy is uh, on these TV shows. 
No, I haven't given up. Score though, I've seen that. That's your third now, score. Ho- now, now, yes. now, hold on. It gets on from eighty-eight to ninety. Eighty-eight was the immediate reaction. Then on a little rewatch with Joe Bomb, it went up to a ninety-one, and I've settled on a ninety. Now I hold think on. That's... We've been over this on a scale from one to a hundred. It is not a rookie score to have a zero. No, you you made that clear because you would always give rookie scores. It's not a rookie score. Agree to it, disagree. It's not a rookie score when there's a hundred possibilities. When you when you give it, it's a rookie score. When I give it, it's fine. I understand. Okay. I gave it a ninety-two. I thought it was damn near flawless, and I give it a lot of points because I predicted the Wizard of Oz thing, and I was right, and that was awesome. Steve, we're close. We're close. I, to I gave it an eighty-six score. I'm, but here's the thing. I'm operating under the assumption that this was the this was the turning point. Like this was the big one because of what has happened in past series and because of the change of direction insinuated by Tom Hiddleston. So anywhere we go from here, I'll be excited. But I think this was not as big as it gets. But this was the episode. This this was this was this was the episode. Billy, why you you were saying they gave an eighty six. That's interesting, Steve, because I feel like episode five is a very high potential to be the episode. I mean, um, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. Any direct word of mouth or visual representation of Kang, I will give it a perfect score in the episode. That will that will literally be worth the 100 points because that is Jeremy Lin's sanity, like on a scale of mass proportions for the MCU and Disney+. Plus. The idea well, of Kang the Conqueror being insinuated or even shown like that is mind-blowing time nonsense that is exactly what the show is the paraphrase deadpool steve if you're going to watch at work you better bring your white pants just to prepare um but yeah i gave it an 86 very good we had an r-rated show we have we are are nc-17 well listen when you're dealing with Loki fucking himself. We're going to have an R-rated review. I'm going to tell it like it is. Yeah, exactly. Loki was going to fuck himself. Um, so 86, very good episode. My favorite episode of the season so far. Um, it is a little bit lower than you guys. It is really hard to crack a 90 for my scale. I really enjoyed the episode throughout. Um, but to reach a 90 for me, like I need something like some twist something completely like unforeseen and i didn't think i know we disagree i didn't think it was too crazy until the very end but you know it was just completely solid with the plot points with the dialogue the character performances the setup for the next episode very very well done i mean there's really not many bad things to say about it to me it just missed some extra steps that it's not like it's not what they did wrong in the episode, but it's something that could have been elevated to a 90. If, I want to bring it up if they had it. And for, if when that happens, and it's really rare, and, but when that happens, it's, it's truly special. But for me, an 86, extremely good score. And it's just the, TV, the episode does its job when it makes you excited about the next week's episode and progresses the plot and all that, which this episode did. So... Hands down. Great job. Excited for next week. Only two more episodes left. The only issue I do have, not an issue, or it's a concern. I think we have limited time for what they have to go through. 
go into I, it. could be a lot of I want some open-ended teases into other projects. But I do think that you know I don't want some things to be like, oh, we'll revisit this in Loki season two in the summer of 2023. Like I don't want that. So hopefully that's not the case. I've said that since the dawn of time with these shows is I always get nervous after the fourth episode that there's too much stuff and not enough space. Yeah, and that's, I, that's the thing with six episodes. You're that, always going to feel like that. Even even WandaVision, when it was the seventh episode, I was like, ah, oh, what the hell are we going to do in these last two episodes? And WandaVision was just a completely different story than this and then the you realized they Soldier. didn't need that but, much time. Yeah. Their story was pretty basic. Yeah, exactly. No, we were correct with WandaVision, I thought, because I thought WandaVision needed that tenth episode. It would have flowed better. I agree. But that's hindsight 2020. My my point is for the end of the episode, what if in the in the next episode, because of the dialogue being shown off screen, that the voice we heard at the end was the alligator and not any of the three of them? Would that be mind-numbingly perfect for you? I love I think I think it's cro- I think that's a crocodile. Crocodile Loki was the voice we heard. So we didn't see any of the Lokis move their mouths. But when they cut to Loki, there was a voice talking to him. I think and I'm going to go. Was it was Croc that. Loki. I like it. Is that a yeah. thing? Uh, somebody no. mentioned it. Crocodile Loki and the Loki. Crocodile Loki is not a thing. Made up. Yeah. The young Loki and old Loki are like things. Like they're Kid probably going to be different for the show, but they there there are variations of them in the comics. The Crocodile Loki is. That'd be like Spider Pig in the Spider Verse. The Spider Pig's real. Spider-Man I know, but it, would, it just reminds me about it. I mean, imagine pitching a Loki, Loki show with no basis in the comics. Like, and there's going to be a crocodile one. And Kevin with horns. Like, he was like, yes. What if it was Feige himself? He's like, I want crocodile Loki. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where this thing is going. Or it could be, it could, I wish it was like a rhino. So we could have a unicorn Loki. What if oh, what if in Mobius's dimension there's Lightning McQueen? That would be the ultimate crossover. Life would truly be a highway then. The Pixar Marvel crossover. I mean, I did see a meme where it was Owen Wilson with all other forms of Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like, yeah. My favorite meme so far from Loki has been um, someone photoshopped Barney McFly in the custody at the TVA for all of his crimes against the sacred timeline. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I'm excited to see. So next week we got what episode five and then black widow. We got, we got a pack week. week. Big week, big week. We will see if my prediction of that was a mistake for the MCU to make. Of overlapping the shows. We'll see if that affects Black Widow. I still think it will until it doesn't. That is my final thought. Take us home then. All right. So, as Billy said and Aiden said, next week's a busy week. Got a lot of got, got a lot going on for the first time in a while. Um, so we will be those will not be those so the movies and the show may overlap in real life, but our shows discussing both of them will not in terms of they will not be they will be two separate episodes to cover each of the projects so until next week for Aiden LaCory and Billy Bruno this is your host Stephen Valley we'll see you guys next week